moved away, so I don't know what happened to that lady and her stupid kid. But I hope he died, and I hope she was really sad about it. Hi! Welcome to episode 8 of this thing we're doing. Uh, (laughs) It's called How Marvelous, and we're talking about the classic Marvel series, What If... So, uh, yeah. But you know that by now. Hi, I'm Max. Well, hey there, ho there, hi there, I am Mickey. Hey there, hi there, ho there, it's your dog there. I'm JR. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That was a Mad About You reference. Because I'm timely as shit. Jesus. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm referencing shit I don't even watch. Wow. Whatever. Ah. Hank Azaria is timeless, other than Apu. Yes. Yeah. Hank Azaria is timeless until it becomes way too done. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 15-year-old me would like a conversation with me right now about my, <laughs> well, no- about my knowledge of Mad About You. Oh man. I used to watch Will and Grace, so Yeah. No, wait, Dharma and Greg. Ooh yeah. god. Anyway. Both of those. <laughs> I had so you know, if it went into syndication, I watched a lot of it. Boston Common. Oh yeah. I watched it. I Ooh. I can still yep. remember distinctly um if you don't remember Boston Common, yeah, it was a truly spectacular series in which the husband from Yes, Dear was from West Virginia, I think. And he was taking his sister to college in Boston, saw a girl he liked and decided to move there and stalk her. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Show's uh, best not to think man. of anymore, because, oh no. Yeah. Well, uh, welcome to How Marvelous, where we'll only be discussing New Guy from now on. <laughs> God, no. Uh, the the thing about it is, the the thing I remember from that show was, there was an episode where the sister was taking a class, and she was discover she was learning about like conspiracies and government cover-ups and she was talking about watergate and yada 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 and he goes well yeah i mean there's conjugate that one's the biggest one of all time and who's in on it i am you are he is she is they are we are and that that... has stuck in my brain for like so long (laughs) that that joke is so bad who i am now oh my god that's the dumbest fucking joke it took me the whole goddamn joke to get it 
<laughs> no, no, that is the the best fucking joke ever. That is utter trash, and I never want to hear it again. But I I appreciate that it existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there you go. Now you've got now you've got that taking up space in your brain. Let's talk about what if. Please. Number eight. Uh, what if volume eight, one, number eight, is written by Don Glutt, uh, penciled by Alan Copperberg, inked by Jim Mooney, colored by Mary Ellen Beveridge, lettered by Karen Kish, and edited by Roy Thomas. And uh, it addresses the question, what if the world knew that Daredevil was blind? And so we rewind to Daredevil number two, wherein Daredevil fights Electro, and who cares? Um, but yeah, the th- th- this, this is the most who who cares ever. What? This is the most who cares ever. It yeah. really is. So Daredevil and Spider-Man team up to take down Electro. And in the course of things, Electro sets off a flare. Uh, and in doing so, he tries to blind Daredevil, but it doesn't work because, ha! Um, but Electro realizes it after the fact and says, there's no way you could have uh, withstood that but that you're already blind because apparently uh, Electro has never heard of special lenses and shit, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's weird for him to accuse... Uh... Go ahead. Oh, yeah. It, it's weird that, uh, yeah, he, he says that uh, uh, Daredevil's blind, but it's like, did you not see the, the clear red goggles he is wearing? Right. Do, do, do you think do you think maybe that might have something to do with it? Right. But as you said, he does he does like to to prove his point. He's like, "Hey, what color is my costume?" At which point Daredevil instead of just being like, "I I like I like any any media that shows exactly how shitty a lawyer Matt Murdock is. Uh, because you figure any guy who has to argue for a living would be quicker on his feet. But Daredevil literally stands there when asked this question. And he's like, uh, uh, well... I- I mean, and even his even his posture says, Ugh. "Yeah," and it's just like it doesn't it doesn't take that much. I'm not a lawyer, and when someone blindsides me with a question like that, my first response is, "I'm not even going to dignify that with a response." To be not, fair, uh, uh, uh. Spider-Man is also there and doesn't do him any goddamn favors because he's like, "Hey man, what do you it's right there. Can't you see it? It's right it's literally I got him bound to time and everything. 
It's right. Oh no! Like Spider Man. Yeah, hey, Peter, shut your yeah. Peter, shut your fucking trap. Because uh, yeah. what that? I mean, yeah, it, it it's the most like you were just in a a a drag out balls out fight with this guy, and you're gonna stand there while he questions you. How about you just go, hey, here's yeah. a concept. You're under arrest. Shut the fuck up, and then you knock him out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. All you have literally like. It's all about the superhero banter, and Daredevil at this point is still trying to do the superhero banter. So literally all you'd have to do is be like, hey, what color is my fist? And then knock him the fuck out, or whatever. But no, he's just like, So Electro goes to the bugle, and then it spreads, and then the owl does some stuff. At which point... Uh, uh, To to which... Do what? Oh no! I was gonna say uh, I, I, I had to reread that part so many times because it just I I couldn't get. I needed a scene where he proved it somehow. Because why in the hell would J. Jonah Jameson be like, "Wow, this guy's a super villain. I'm gonna take his word entirely." Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, but. You're right. I flew by that way too fast the first time. It is. Ah. It's incredibly glossed over how shitty J. Jonah Jameson no, we lost, uh, is signal for a reporter signal for in this timeline. But yeah, so what we wind up with is um, in the normal universe, Derda. Matt Murdock finds out about a doctor who may be able to restore his sight, but then he winds up not going through with it, but in this universe he does. And so he winds up going up against the owl, and in this version of things, the owl dies. And uh, Daredevil then is is just like, I'm Matt Murdock, and he runs for district attorney and wins. And then he and Karen uh, live happily ever after, as opposed to her getting addicted to drugs, doing porn, and selling his secret identity to the Kingpin for smack. So, so you know, not the worst. Different paths, you know, none more virtuous, I guess. Um... I mean, you you can either have a horrible life or you can be this boring pile of shit. Also known as Matt Murdock. Boring pile of shit is kind of <laughs> Matt Murdock in the 70s. Uh, hey, if you want the, a personality... The benefit here, to my mind, is that in this universe, Matt doesn't have to invent an imaginary brother named Mike. Yeah, there's always that. So, I don't know. I think I think this universe comes out ahead in pretty much every way that matters. Yeah, for everybody but Foggy. Well, yeah, but like you know, fuck Foggy Nelson. That's true. well, Foggy's Foggy's lot is to lose. I mean, yeah, Foggy Foggy's purpose in life is to be shit upon by fate and anything 
anything that would disrupt that uh, cannot be tolerated. So, so yeah, fuck Foggy. Um, And I'm not saying that. The universe is saying that. True. Um, Yeah, that's a constant. Yeah. Yeah. So, thoughts? Uh, My overall on this one is generally again like it doesn't do anything to reinforce and this one has like the potential to do something to reinforce like who matt murdoch is as a character like but it kind of doesn't it's just like the same aspects that i normally get only now we can kind of see and that's it's not doing anything for me um it's fine i'd say skip it though but like it's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a skip it as well because um, there there's potential here that they wasted. Um, the idea that Matt gets exposed as blind, okay, that could be cool, and they more or less try to write it out as quickly as possible. All right, right. what if Matt could see? That could be cool. They write yeah. they more or less ignore every issue. The very last page has Matt Murdock elected DA. I would love to see a what if where he has to actually be a, a successful DA in Marvel Comics New York while at the same time everyone knowing that like weren't you a vigilante is anything any case that you you are involved in legitimate what the fuck yeah, it, it has such great so. potential yeah it's it I don't know there's something about it that's like very Earth Xy, where it's like I want to see this guy when he's sixty years old. He's been DA longer than he was ever Daredevil, but he still wears the crimson suit to to, to uh, you know like the qu- qu- crimson three piece suit into court every day, and it's just like oh that's that's Judge Daredevil or some shit like that. <laughs> Justice is blind. The thing is, I. My favorite description of Daredevil came from a uh, a fake issue of Civil War somebody did where they had taken where they had taken the issue of Civil War and changed the word balloons and the way they described Daredevil in that was that his powers are that he's not quite blind uh <laughs> And so this issue is just basically, you know, what if the world discovered that Daredevil was blind? Well, he's not. And what if he then became not blind? And it's just like, so it's the adventures of not even the man without fear, but just the man? Like... He's man, man. Like, that's that's who the fuck cares? What if a guy? Yeah, like the most interesting thing about this is literally the last page. Uh, It is not. Yeah. Do what? No, I was saying, yeah. The the individual. The individual like storylines that they're choosing to turn on their heads 
I don't think most people gave enough of a shit about to make this worthwhile. Like, when they do, like, what if the Infinity Gauntlet had turned out different, or whatever. Like, okay, that's a big storyline. Or what if Dark Phoenix hadn't died, or whatever. Like, but this is literally just like, hey, you remember this issue? No. Okay, well, anyway, so in that issue, this happened, and it's like, okay, I'll take your word for it. But what if it didn't? I don't care. Yeah, I, I just okay, okay then. All right, sweet. Uh, I, so. I actually, I want, I want, I want to make a request that is also tied to uh, uh, to uh, briefly shortening my review of this. Um, I like, I, I, I am so disappointed with this issue that I prefer the the Rob Zombie song from the Daredevil soundtrack, where he just screams Daredevil for about five minutes, and I humbly request that we cut to that at the very end, just Rob Zombie's shouting Daredevil. I, I would like to accommodate that request. But I don't think playing that song in its entirety or even uh, more than like a second of it constitutes fair use. So what I what I will say, what I will say is this. I'm going to say probably not. (laughs) But if after we post this episode somebody can provide me with evidence that we'd be safe to do so, I will re-edit this episode to include that. My, my assertion, uh, my, 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 my uh, thesis statement, if you'd like, is that there's no way in hell even the owners of that song give a crap about it. <laughs> La- last I checked... That is not a valid argument when it comes to copyright or intellectual property law. Well, who the fuck are you, a blind lawyer? No. (laughs) However, my mom, when I was growing up, my mom did actually work in copyright law. Like in intellectual property law. Her law firm actually sued the makers of uh, Garbage Pail Kids. Into see, see, that story that lasted five seconds was more entertaining than this issue. I will tell you, my favorite, my favorite thing was going to visit her at the office because they had a display in the office of like products they had defended or products they had sued, and so they had like a ton of garbage pail kids cards just in the lobby of their office and i was just like had that one had that one needed that one i wonder if anyone would notice (laughs) anyway um nice the other part of this issue is what if spider-man or the spider had been bitten by a radioactive human. It's garbage. Like, Spider-Ham did garbage. it better. Fuck yes, it. absolutely. Yeah. So, Don't, uh... Yeah, 
Don't include these kinds of cartoony, cutesy shit unless it's Fred Hembeck. I will say that forever. I know you're probably going to get sick of it. Fred Hembeck, Fred Hembeck, Fred fucking Hembeck. No, I'm I'm with you on that. I loved Fred Hembeck back in the day. Is he still alive? I don't even know. Huh. Okay. Last last I checked, the Punisher killed... No, that was Stan Lee. Never mind. Stan Lee kills him at the end of uh, Fred Hembeck destroys the Marvel Universe. Right. Well... But, like... Yeah. Um, I remember <laughs> buying a comic by him in the... Late... Late 2000s. Because it was... Uh, it was a Spider-Man special he did. But anyway. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the cover had like Spider-Man like with his head on a desk, just like longing for death. <laughs> anyway. Uh, join us next time. As I become progressively drunker and... Uh, we talk about what if the Avengers had been formed during the 1950s. Um, so good times will be had by all, I guess. Golly gee, that sure does sound exciting. I mean, it's it's a worthwhile issue if you're a big fan of like Avengers Forever. Um and I, I think it, it look, we'll get into it, but I think it had the most pretend, uh, potential out of all of the what if issues so far. So yeah. there is excitement. Yeah. Let's not uh, jump the gun there. So, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.